Blog Talk Radio. Hello everybody, my name is Boss Rutten. Hi, this is Diego Lima. This is Rodrigo Comprido and you listen. And you guys are listening. So you are listening to the Verbal Submission. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special Tuesday night edition of The Verbal Submission. I am your host, M- Brian Hemminger from MMAOddsBreaker.com, and we have a very interesting show in store for you guys. Uh, normally, we're on Sunday nights, but UFC decided to go and schedule an event on Sunday nights, so we pushed it back a couple days, and um, today we'll be joined by none other than Jamie Colleen, an up-and-coming uh, women's Strawweight, who is battling for the King of the Cage title later this week. So, very, very excited to be speaking with Jamie in just a few moments. And uh, we'll, normal co-hosts, uh, Jerry and Rich, weren't able to make it tonight, so it's just going to be me flying solo. So, uh, without further ado, let's just get right into it and open the show. I believe, Jamie, uh, are you on the line? I am. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm excellent. Thank you so much for stopping by the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, um, it's my pleasure. Oh, excellent, excellent. Now, uh, something I, I, I have to start with is you're battling in this uh, king of the, for the, this King of the Cage title, and I'm, I was looking up all the information I could on you before we could uh, get you on the show, and I saw that you've had the, the one professional fight and the one amateur fight, at least that's all I could find. I don't know if you've had more that were unsanctioned or anything, but you know this is a, a big step up for you know taking on a, a pretty experienced opponent, and uh, you know with uh, just only a, a fight or two under your name. So you know, well, what made you decide to to go up and uh, take this challenge? Um, well, um, experience-wise, um, I have been training um, for a really long time since. I was mm-hmm. around 19, so about 10 years I've been going at it, but I've been taking some time off, and um, I have a daughter, she's now, so after she was born, I took more time off, so, um, yeah, I basically, I feel confident because of, you know, the school that I do come from and the the high level of training that I do get on a, on a daily basis, and I was actually supposed to be fighting for um, XFC in Brazil, but um, mm-hmm. my fight kept getting pushed back, so... Um, I ended up, you know, taking a, um, a different opportunity and I feel like I had to take it. Um, I've been working pretty hard. So like I said, I'm feeling pretty confident and, um, you know, opportunity comes, I have to take it. So. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I was looking up that I was going to ask about the XFC thing because, you know, that was one of the things that kept getting linked in. And I was like, oh, like, how come that never, quite never took place? So, you know, is that just something that's just super frustrating? Because I'm sure, you know, you're just champing at the bit to, to get in there after, a, you know, your your layoff and and it just keeps getting pushed uh, back. Is it? So well, what was that absolutely. like? Absolutely. It's, it's definitely frustrating, um, you know, mainly uh, preparing mentally and um, obviously physically um, for a fight, um, you know, I, I went through three different camps because it, it got pushed back that many times. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
really it's just it's disheartening when you you know you think you're going to fight and you get excited you prepare and then it falls through so um you, know, you just sort of have to pick yourself up and, and keep going and hope hope for the best and hope something else comes along and um just keep training and stay ready because for me um this was sort of a short notice fight um but after XFC fell through, I just kept training because I didn't know what might come up, and I wanted to make sure I was ready for it. Oh, excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Now, mm-hmm. you know, when you think of all the hotbeds for MMA, you know, you think, uh, you know, the West Coast, Florida, maybe the New York, New Jersey area. Kentucky doesn't usually pop up, so I want to hear about your gym. You know, uh, I want to hear all about, uh, you know, where you train, how you train. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Wait, I'm in Philly. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, Philly. For some reason, everything yeah, I used, was telling me Kentucky. I used to train. Yeah, I used to actually train um, in Ohio. Of course you're in Philly. You went to the Phillies mm-hmm. game the other day. So yes, I, saw that. I sure did. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that makes sense. So Philly actually does have some yeah. pretty good gyms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yes, we do. We, I train out of um, Hendra Gracie Philly under okay. uh, Danielle Gracie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been with Danielle for a little over a year now. And, um, you know, it's just, I remember walking in, walking into his school and I knew from that moment that, um, it was the school for me. Um, what I look for in a school is just that feeling of, um, of family and, um, like a, a real team. And that's what we have there. And, you know, we all push each other every day. Um, we have some great fighters that come out of our school as well. So, um, again, like the high level of training that I get um, with those guys, it's uh, it's pretty amazing, and uh, we share a pretty special bond. So that's that's another bonus. Does uh, Jimmy Hedy's train over near that gym? I don't remember. I remember he's in the, the Pennsylvania area, and he's worked with Henzo's gyms and stuff. Um, no, he doesn't train with us. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, just just curious. Now, yeah, I want I want to hear about. Uh, this upcoming fight. I mean, this is a big deal. I mean, your opponent, uh, Danielle Taylor, she's undefeated. She's the, I believe, the the king of the cage champ, and uh, very tough. I mean, she's had has a lot of fights under her record. She's been fighting a lot more often than you two. I think pretty much almost her entire career has taken place since your last fight. So, you know, what what are you kind of expecting from her? Um, I'm expecting her to be very tough. Um, you know, she she probably wants to keep her title, I would assume. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she's going to, you know, come at me pretty hard. And, um, you know, I sort of, as funny as this might sound to some people, I prefer to be the underdog. Um, I know what I'm capable of. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to just sort of being this, you know, person that nobody really knows about. And they're certainly going to know about me, um, you know, come Saturday. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely not putting anything past her. Um, I'm definitely not underestimating her. I'm just, I'm prepared for a tough fight. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, speaking of tough fights, you know, your, your professional debut was against Asumi Sakai or you, you weathered it and you went all into the third round and you picked up a TKO. So, you know, is there, any, how, how do you feel you've personally evolved since that fight, since it was about two and a half years ago? Mm-hmm. I've actually, um, I feel like I've improved a lot more, um, especially now um, being with my team um, and the training that I'm getting with those guys. I just, um, 
I know I've improved and um, I'm keeping up with them pretty well. I'm not, um, you know, there again. I, I, I've just prepared for it. I'm. Uh, Sumi was uh, actually a pretty tough opponent. Um, she has very strong judo and um, she was very tough because I was giving her. Uh, I was punching her a lot, and she wouldn't go down. So um, I give that to her. Um, but I, I didn't put anything past her either. And I, you know, I'm going to come into this fight smart, and um, you know, wait for the right moment and uh, do what I need to do. Oh well, that's that's great to hear. Now, do you have any kind of special goals or anything past this fight? Like anything, like how often you'd like to start fighting, or is this just more of a one-off? You know, what what are your plans? Uh, my my plan is to keep going. Um, ultimately, I would like to um, uh, see myself um, or be be in the UFC, rather not see myself there, but to be there. Um, and I think that this is a great opportunity signing with King of the Cage because um, you know I'll be fighting for them um, a few more times, and then hopefully, you know, another opportunity will arise uh, once my contract is up with them. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, no. I, I definitely want to keep the momentum going. I want to keep fighting, and um, I feel like I'm, you know, obviously to most people just new to um, MMA. I'm, I'm not uh, a big name yet, so um, I think you know, putting myself out there, and um, like I said, keeping the mo- momentum going and um, competing. I think uh, you know, more opportunities will come. Yeah, now now you're not a a really tall uh women's strawweight, so is the weight cut easy or you know, or is is it, what what's it like for to, to make the strawweight division for you? Um, for me it's pretty tough. Um uh I think it's harder for women in general, um mm-hmm. to lose um a big amount of weight. But I, I had to lose around twenty pounds for this fight. Um, the weight cut's actually going really well, better than I expected. So um, I'm still feeling really strong. Um, you know, I'm I just have a lot of muscle mass, and so and not a lot of anything really to lose. So it's it can be challenging um, sometimes. But um, you know, I definitely know I'm capable of making it. I made it for my my last fight. So and it's actually going better than it did last time. So I'm happy with where I'm at with that. So. Well, I can tell it's going good because you're in positive spirits right now. And if it wasn't going good, I think you'd be pretty grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I try not to ever talk to fighters like the day before weigh-ins or you know the closer you get to the fight. Like I'm just like I don't want to deal with it because they're they're focused. You know they don't I don't want to distract them and annoy them. Right. So no, no, I'm in a good place now, and I'm, I'm yeah, happy I to be tell. on the show. And. Mm-hmm. Well, you can uh, thank Chris. He's done a, a really good job getting his fighters out there, and I've been talking to his fighters for a long time. So he's he's a really good guy. Yes, he's done a great job. It's been a pleasure working with him so far. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he's great. Thank you, Chris. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, can you tell us uh, a little bit about, you know, what what's it like balancing being a, you know, a fighter and a mom? You know, do you bring her in, into the gym and have her just – roll around and stuff or you know you have to drop her off what's it like i I get that a lot it's uh it can be challenging especially uh during a training camp these last couple weeks have been uh quite busy for us and um yeah i I usually since she's out of school right now i i bring her with me to train during the day and um 
and she's a little jujitsu girl herself, so she takes classes a couple times a week, and then, um, you know, but she's a trooper. She she really enjoys coming to the gym with me, and um, I try to schedule um, my training around my time with her, and I try to keep mm-hmm. her involved, and then we, you know, I make sure I, in the day, doing something that she wants to do and something fun for her, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, as long as we keep the schedule and stay on it, it's... Uh, it's, it can be challenging uh, staying on track, but, however, it, it's fun. We make a lot of great memories together, and um, she enjoys uh, being involved. So, Well, that's great to hear. Now, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to know a little bit more about uh, do, you, do you do any uh, part-time jobs or anything? Are you a full-time fighter? You know, especially somebody so early I, in their career, usually they, they have another uh, job. I do. I'm a. I work at a sports bar in Philly. Oh, okay. At Xfinity Live. Yeah. Um, and I I work there full time actually. So, but I get all my hours in like Thursday through Sunday, and then mm-hmm. all my training is done like during the day during um, the week. So, I usually take the weekends off so I can work. I I don't know how you do it because mm-hmm. I I have enough trouble just being mm-hmm. an editor by myself and <laughs> not <laughs> training and fighting and taking care of people. So, uh, you're a trooper. Um, uh, well, thank you. Now, uh, a, a couple last things. Um, these are some of my favorite, you know, get to know you questions, but oh. <laughs> all right. So when, uh, you're getting ready to, to fight, you know, you're super nice and amiable right now, but usually when people fight, they're a completely different person. So what's that process like for you when you get into fight mode? Is it something that takes place over the course of the week as you're getting ready? Is it something that's just, you know, it just happens instantly when the cage doors close? Does it happen mm-hmm. on fight day, you know, just building yourself up? You know, what's mm-hmm. it like? What's your process? For me, it happens as I'm walking out. I feel like I'm what I'm about to walk into you know, obviously my mindset's going to change. It's fun. It's great. I'm For me, it's more of a happy time. I'm not, I don't really get angry in a fight. For me, it's just about, um, like, sort of testing myself and showcasing my talent um, and trying to win. But, uh, yeah, it's just it, once the cage, like, when I'm walking out, I can feel my mind sort of transforming into, like, getting ready for battle and, once the door is closed, then it's just all I see is my opponent. So and that's re- I don't really hear any outside. I can hear my corner, but as far as like everything else, everything going on around me, lights, cameras, like I don't, I don't usually see those things. I just kind of see mm-hmm. my opponent and I hear my corner. So definitely in the zone. <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. Now, is mm-hmm. what's kind of going through your head once you know? The, Right before the it's time to fight, maybe the the cage doors are closed. You guys are staring at each other. What what are those last things going through your head before a fight starts? Um, honestly, that I just tell myself I'm ready. Like, let's do it. You know, like it's now it's time, and that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Uh, we saw one thing that uh, you do on your free time. You you went to the Phillies game the uh, the other night, but. You know, it, mm-hmm. what, what's your favorite thing to do when, you know, you just have time to be you, you don't have to train, you don't have to uh, work, 
you know, you just need to relax mm-hmm. and blow off some steam. What, what's your favorite thing to do? Um, when I'm with my daughter, it's usually um, we really enjoy like going to the parks um, here on Fillier to the playground. Um, you know, we just sort of like to relax, even just staying at home watching a movie. Um, when she's with her dad, if I'm by myself, I literally just like to do nothing or I'll like go off and do some yoga or um, just kind of like walking around, like meditating, um, you know, things like that. I'm I'm sort of like a homebody more than anything. And I like it to be quiet. Um, mm-hmm. You know, every now and again, it's fun to get out with friends and whatnot. But for the most part, I like to just sort of be in peace and quiet, maybe read. I mean, I'm not the most exciting person, believe it or not. <laughs> so <laughs> now, uh, yeah, do you like have any? My dog too. We like we like going to the dog park as well. Oh, there so. you go. Yeah. Now, uh, do you have any pre-fight rituals? Like, you know, it doesn't have to be anything about superstition or anything. But is there anything that you, you know, just something that you like to do that you know puts your mind at ease before it's time to to step out there? Um, a shadow box. Mm-hmm. Like right before we, um, like back before we come out, before we're ready to walk out. Um, yeah, just like the shadow box and, um, you know, just sort of think about, um, you know, my strategy and game plan. And um, that's pretty much it. I don't really have any, like, thing special that I do. Yeah, I just tend uh, to. Don't get, don't get the toenos, toenails painted Chuck Liddell style? Uh, no. Something like that. Okay. And uh, now, are you into a visualization or anything? Like when Um, you're preparing for pre-fight preparation? Um, I would say yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I. What do you mean, like visualizing myself, like in my fight? Yeah, you know, just just, yeah. You know, just mm-hmm. mental preparation, because that's one of my uh, questions I always mm-hmm. like to close with. So i got to make sure that they actually do it so that I can ask about it. But, oh, yeah, absolutely. I I, okay. um, I think about the fight a lot. Um, I don't really think too much about my opponent, what she's doing. I think about um, what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it. Um, I do visualize myself there, um, even as I'm falling asleep. It's like... I wake up to myself, like, you know, like flinching. Like I, like in my dream, I'm like throwing a knee or something. I'll wake up and I'm like <laughs> flinching or like tossing and turning. It's, um, yeah, as the fight gets closer, absolutely. I'm in constant yeah. mode of, okay. <laughs> of, um, you know, of the fight and, <laughs> now, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Now, the the King of the Cage event that you're fighting at is called Bitter Rivals. Is that just called Bitter Rivals because like the, maybe the main event has like a rivalry, or you got a rivalry budding with uh, Danielle Taylor? Actually, she and I definitely do not have uh, anything bitter going on. Okay. Um. Um. But as as far as the name, honestly, I, I'm not sure. I haven't really checked into that too much. Mm-hmm. So, no. But that's definitely something I like I don't really 
want to get into, <laughs> you know, it's, I feel like I don't need to really say much. Like, to me, it's just kind of pointless because really you never know what could happen in a fight. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, and also, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect anyone either. So. Yeah. I mean, Sunday was a perfect example of not knowing what's going to happen in a fight with a Charles Oliveira her injuring his esophagus, mm-hmm. that ending the fight. I mean, when, when has that uh, ever happened? So, I know, um, right? so uh, uh, one of my last ones is, you know, for the people that have never seen you fight before, and I'm sure there's quite a few that are going to be uh, seeing you for the first time this weekend. How would you describe your fighting style? You know, what, what can they expect? Um, I'm pretty well-rounded um, style-wise, but I've always been a striker. I love mm-hmm. to box. I love kickboxing. Um, so that's definitely something that you could expect to see a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of striking going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's um, a good sign because uh, Daniel Taylor's only career loss in her amateur career was via TKO. So you got that mm-hmm. going for you. <laughs> that is a good sign. <laughs> All right. And uh, so. last thing is... You know, when you do have been doing your visualization techniques and stuff for the fight, and you're picturing victory against uh, Daniel Taylor, you know, what do you see? Oh, absolutely, I, I definitely see myself winning. Um, I see myself making a lot of noise, and I'm in my community, kind of like, oh my God, where did this girl come from? Mm-hmm. So that's sort of how I've been picturing it. I just. Um, yeah, that's what I see. <laughs> I see myself making lots of noise. So, maybe talking a, a few people. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's about everything I had for you, Jamie. But I sincerely appreciate the time. And uh, last thing before I let you go, did you have any shout outs to trainers, sponsors, anything like that? Uh yeah, absolutely. Of course, my uh, my team at Hinder Gracie Philly, um, uh, my sponsors, uh, Brocato's Italian Market and Bouchard's, and they're uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, um, as well as um, the Firma, uh, BJJ, uh, Xfinity Live, um, Philadelphia, and I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. Oh, and Philly Fitness. Yes. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, thank you so much for stopping by the show, Jamie. I really sincerely appreciate it. And best of luck against Daniel Taylor this uh, weekend at King, for the King of the Cage title. Oh, well, thank you. I, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, you have I had a, a great time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, you have a, a terrific rest of your day. All right. Well, thank you. Have a great night. All right. All right thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. That was Jamie Colleen. She is fighting at King of the Cage Bitter Rivals, I believe, August 29th, and it is taking place in Ontario, California. So uh, we'll be, uh, she's probably flying out either tonight or tomorrow, and uh, that's actually going to do it for today's show. This is going to be a very, very brief show, uh, mainly just uh, the interview with Jamie, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming this Sunday night for our uh, 207th episode of The Verbal Submission. It'll be uh, August 30th, 6.30 p.m. We'll be making some uh, announcements of our guests very soon throughout the, the rest of this week. So stay tuned for that, and we'll see you guys next time. 
And uh, since uh, Richard and Jerry aren't here, uh, I'm going to have to say that it's Kurt Angle time by myself. <laughs> 